0: back. Another day, another vlog, it's Friday, the end of the week. Wow, Jesus, this week went quick. Uh, flying along, uh, fair bit happening. First of all, uh, before we get into the news and stuff, there's some big, big stuff coming out today. Uh, one we've been waiting for for a while, we predicted was going to come with what's been happening this year. But before we get that, don't forget tonight's the new video. Uh, it is... Upper Bells Rapids. So Bells Rapids, you've seen a few uh, photo shoots we've done out there. And this is one where I've gone, walked up the other, up past where no one normally needs to go, or no no one normally goes. And it's come up really well. We found some really beautiful little spots. Water's still flowing there, so it's, yeah, it was perfect. It was a rainy day, Uh, took Benny out. We had a bit of a play, got the drone out, so that was pretty cool. Um, Some great stuff in there. So that's the premiering tonight, eight o'clock. I'll be on there if you want any questions, answers, or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, come and join us tonight, eight o'clock. Very cool, some nice, really nice photos. Got to really test the old Denner Boots out too, because I think at one stage I was halfway up to uh, me belly in the water, trying to get some shots of this tree out in the middle. So very, very cool, come and check it out. You'll have seen a couple of photos from it. I uh, started putting them on um, Instagram yesterday, and today, so there's a couple just starting to come out. Um, you're very, very cool. Very happy with that. Uh, also, I've uh, been contacted by the winners of the comps. So that's all good and done and dusted. I've got to post them off and get them sent. Uh, one actually lives here in Perth, so I'm gonna fingers crossed. Crazy time at the moment uh, with the house uh, and all the stuff going on. Being home at one week, uh, trying to get there and catch up and see if I can drop that off to him. So yeah, congrats again to those guys. Awesome to see you pop past and, and drop us a message. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, very cool. Very cool to have some locals and some regulars on the show. So hope you are all enjoy it. If you're over on the podcast, thanks for stopping by and listening to us. Uh, yeah, hope you're going well. Now, great news is that uh, we talked about that aperture that I unboxed yesterday. I'm now using that as my main light in the light stand, and I think it's pretty good. I'm starting to get the hang of the app. I've just got it sitting here on the iPhone so I can put in my uh, SwitchPod and with the phone stand, which I normally use, and I can get control and do all the stuff with the light. So that makes it just super, super versatile. I don't have to run over there and adjust it. I can sit here, check check my histogram on the camera, and then I can adjust everything to suit to make sure it's all (laughs) tickety-boo. So very cool. So that was some good stuff. Uh, Let's get into the news what's happening today so vaccine we talked about the vaccine coming look it's not going to be march till march uh scott morrison the australian prime minister saying the reason for that is they're trying to be a bit precautious i guess the i guess we're in a lucky lucky state of play australia the fact that we've pretty much knocked it out of of the park anyway uh we're not getting, we can stuff all backup complaints. Uh, we had that little little splurge, which turned out to be just a false alarm in Adelaide. Uh, Sydney's had a couple of little, just little tricks, just some minor bits and pieces, compared to a place like America, which is predicting a massive surge today of deaths and uh, more coronavirus infections. So we're doing really well against the rest of the world, so there's no real... I guess, need to rush out and do it. We obviously still can't travel around the world until everyone else gets their shit together. So it's probably important to get these places that are really, really struggling and getting smashed around the uh, chops with this thing uh, to get that too. So probably get that first because once they get healthy, uh, then that flow and effect happens to the whole planet. Uh, That's pretty important. So I think that's probably pretty fair if you. I guess if you look at it selfishly, yeah, I wanna get it, I wanna get it, I wanna get it, I wanna make sure I'm safe, I want my I want my dad to get it, I wanna make sure he's safe, that's pretty important to me. Uh, all our parents, are el- our elder parents, stuff like that, that's their high priority, we want those people that are working in the hospitals to get it first. So me as a healthy middle-aged man, uh, my family's healthy, uh, there's less chance of us getting it than some other people that are in the firing line, I actually would prefer them to get it. Uh, I have no problems with that. I can wait uh, till March. We can't go anywhere, anywhere. We, we've, we're we lucky as Australians we can travel interstate now um, and those Victoria and New South Wales restrictions seem to be just backing, about to back off a little bit too. So we're, we're pretty lucky. Uh, I don't think we really should be complaining too much. Uh, we've got 10 million lined up, 10 million shots lined up. They've already booked them in. Uh, good thing is... Those three months leading up to March, uh, when we're gonna have to wait, we're gonna be able to see the effects of what happens when it's uh, pumped out on a broad scale. Uh, So that's really good too. So I don't think it's really that a bad deal. Just fantastic that they've got something that's gonna do some good to a lot of people that are suffering and that's probably the better, better play for that. So good news on that and a bit of a timeline there. And that sort of gives i guess businesses too that's the other important thing is businesses can sort of plan for twenty twenty one audio so we know australia might be the last in the in effect, the but by March next year we should have a really good vision of where and what we'll be able to do from then and there on. so come March once we start dropping the dropping the tabs. I wonder if they're yeah no I don't think it's all one of those <laughs> everyone starts freaking out ah, a bad trip or something. Um, <laughs> once we uh, get that done we'll sort of be able to businesses will be able to sort of ramp up and get their stuff back together airlines, travel agents will start to be able to employ their people again those people have been smashed uh, and they're like the biggest ones on the job keeper. so that then helps the government's plan so it's looking pretty good by March next early February I guess January, mid-February I reckon we'll have a really good vision and the government will be able to see how these other countries are dealing with it and how that vaccines affecting it if it's just crushes it and smack, smacks it back into place where it belongs, look, that's going to be fantastic, and we'll be able to just move back to some sort of normal life, I guess, which would be pretty cool. Radio now, big tech news. We've been talking about it for a while. I've said it. I think I've said a million times, not a million times, but many times this in the last few months that FPV is the new big thing for twenty twenty one. Drones, as a such, and they're fantastic. Since having the Mini, it's been absolutely fantastic. I've actually just upgraded the Mini. I'm gonna go up to the 4K because I really enjoy it. It's fantastic and it makes a massive difference to putting the videos out. So I'm gonna go down the Mini, mainly not for the 4K, um, better for the photos, so I can get some good photos out of it, that'll be good, but more so for that wind. Um, the trickiest thing I've had with the little Mini is I do get a lot of high winds out in the desert too, and it does get a lot of strong wind warnings uh, when I'm running around. And the last thing I need when I go to the Barra Classic is to get above the trees and get a big wind warning and gust off into the bush because uh, that's crocodile country and I ain't walking through there. (laughs) I walk through the desert and I'll chant snakes uh, and dingoes. I ain't going through a crocodile-fested territory forest because there's really nasty snakes that'll kill you. And there's big, big lizards that'll just chew me up and spit me out. So that ain't happening, that'll be bye drone. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna opt for that option. I'm stoked with how the drone's working. So we're gonna look at that. Now this, but this thing is next level. So we talked about that and the way drones have changed social media in, in the last couple of years. Well, the next big thing is FPV. Now FPV has again changed, it's that another step up a level. Uh, These are the guys that run around with the goggles, so you can see the tiny little drones that fly in between children's play equipment. They can come under here and out here and around here and do loops around that. Under waterfalls, down, just crazy, crazy viewing angles and some amazing vision Uh, and it just gives you that next level sort of, I guess, cinematic I guess what that's what all creators looking for that cinematic uh, I guess feel to you to your videos. So look, that's that's the next big thing. And as of yesterday or last night, uh, Captain Drone. Thanks to Captain Drone on his YouTube uh, dropped a little announcement. It's probably it's across everywhere now at the moment. So you, I wouldn't be surprised if you are watching YouTube, you'll see some stories about it today and the next couple of days. DJI has been seen. There's a box, there's a video of a whole unit of a DJI FPV drone kit. I did say a while back that I think it's coming. Uh, well, it looks like it's pretty much here. And they're thinking there's a few sort of voices saying that rumors are it may be before Christmas this year or early 2021. I don't see any reason why if they don't have it already at least chucking up a pre-order for Christmas because those guys waiting to spend money, they're gonna throw their money straight onto that. Uh, looks pretty cool. You would have seen it in the thumbnail. It's using uh DJI's uh HD high definition goggles. So that's the really good ones that uh you can get it uh, used to be like 720p and below. These are like uh 10, 1080p, and you can cord straight into them, and they've got the good range and really really good quality. Um, so it comes with that, it comes with a controller and now the controllers are very much, uh, Xboxy PlayStation E. So it's a console type controller. It's not your normal, um, drone controller with that, that square one, like is on the mini two. Um, so you get like a normal controller it's because it's a whole, totally different game. You're not, you don't have any hover, you don't have any safety. It's, you've got to, you've got to hold it in the air and you've got to fly it, but it goes 10 times faster and you can do re- Spins and twirls and the whole work. So, very different beast, but it looks to be a great way. Now, if they now that they're going to do it, I think this is going to be huge in next year. Tell's going to have to bring one out. Skydio, if they want to keep playing in the in the space, they're going to have to come out with some sort of FPV magic as well. Um, Their rumors are four K sixty. We know with the controllers that um, they do seven twenty. Uh, with the goggles, they'll do 720 at 120 frames a second. So with that, and they'll record at 1080 at 60 frames a second. So if those goggles are doing that, there's no reason why this little FPV drone's not going to be able to do at minimum of that, if not more. So hopefully that 4K 60 is not too far off the mark, which will be the same as the Mini 2. It's now it's going to have at least have a two-axis gimbal. They reckon the three-axis won't be there. Purely before, uh, because it's gonna be going high speeds, twisting, turning, rumbling, all that is the gimbal's not gonna be quick enough to keep up with that. So uh, it's not gonna be super, super smooth footage, but I think the footage is gonna be rely on how good you are with the controls and that'll get better as time goes on. Now, um, it ha- did, they did notice on the leaked images that there's a couple of obstacle uh, avoidance sensors at the front of the unit. And they reckon possibly on the bottom, and that's really maybe as like a backup to if you're going to hit something, it'll stop it. Uh, and or when you come into land, it'll still get you land. So you're going to get a little bit of carryover features from your normal DJI systems and the drones into it, uh, which will then advance the FPV scene as well. So if they, if DJI can come in and give you some of these more advanced features that sort of safety precautions, so you're not gonna crash into stuff all the time, which FPVs do, they crash all the time, because you basically, once you take your fingers off the joystick, it just goes straight into the ground. So very, very cool, I think. Price-wise, the last thing that sort of talk about, and look, uh, I can't see it being too cheap. Those goggles, just itself, you get the goggles and the uh, receiver unit with the camera, and the controller are 1300 bucks Australian at the moment, on, and that's on sale at the moment. Now, I can't see them dropping them, unless they drop the price of that whole unit, and I know they're going to sell crap tons of these, which will then make it cheaper cheaper to make them and buy them and all that, and I understand that economy of scale, but I still can't see them at the initial point being super cheap. By next Christmas, yeah, I think there's going to be a, a total change of the market and you'll see uh, these will be selling all year like hot cakes. it's gonna be big um, I think if they could get it around the 1500 Australian which is roughly around a thousand dollar US market I think ideally they'd be like trying to really push at the $999 US price tag that means you get the you get the drone you get the goggles you get the controller you get a full set, ready to go in, a, in a, You'll get a special case like they normally do. You get all that, blades, spare blades, all your normal DJI sort of setup that you do with like a fly mile combo. Um, and it might even be like 999 for the base unit and then say 1100, for, or, $1,100 or 1200 for the fly mile combo. So that sounds I think a little bit more feasible and that'll be around the 1500 to 1700 for Australia. And look, I think they're still gonna sell out at that. So be ready and aware that they are coming and you may see them before this Christmas, so you may wanna save your pennies for that one. Very, very cool. The only other thing I will say, the the pictures that you can see, it's a non-foldable design. So whereas the Mini and all the Mavic range is foldable so it's compact, I can sit my Mini and the controller in one lens spot in my camera bag, this won't be happening. Uh, You're gonna have to carry this as a separate case. Um, so, a little bit, don't know why they've gone that way. I'm not sure if it's strengthening for a- crashing or accidents or whatever, but it sort of seems everyone really enjoys the fact that you can go that compact route. The Phantom sort of died its age with that fixed wing sort of setup to have it uh, in a folding would be a lot better. Whether these are just pre production units where they're testing all the technology and the, and the stuff and then going to come into a folding side. Uh, like that's we're still got, we're still anything can happen up until the release, but uh, it's looking like it's pretty polished at the moment and done and dusted. Like you've got a whole deep, the whole box is made with the photos on the front and everything. So, I don't think it's going to be folding, so that in its essence will be a little bit painful. I'm assuming it's only going to be a small unit though. So, there's depending on its actual size physically when you see it in someone's hands, hopefully, it's only like small in that hand size. If it does, you could probably fit that into your camera bag anyway, and then the controller with our slot somewhere in it. So it may not be as bad as we're thinking. So see how we go on that. So look, huge news. I think that is going to be the biggest thing in 2021. I'm going to go my prediction right now for 2021. DJI FPV will go bananas next year, or if it comes out this year, it will sell like hotcakes over the Christmas New Year. If anyone everyone's got vouchers, they're going to be dumping them straight into this. It is gonna be, 2021 will be FPV Central on YouTube. Rightio, um, another big tech drop bomb today, Qualcomm M1, the Apple M1. We know how insane that the ARM architecture, it's changing the world as we know it in computers, laptops now running basically mobile processors. Well, it looks like Qualcomm's not not gonna be standing around and taking this and being taken down from the top dog spot. 865 Snapdragon runs all the elite phones at the moment. It's 5G, it does all the all those women friggin' 150 million megapixel shots on their cameras, uh, quad cameras and runs everything. It, it's an amazing chip. Well, it's been smashed out of the ballpark by the new one, the 888. 888 quad Qualcomm, 5G, five nanometer processor uh, for mobile, uh, for mobile uh, arm architecture and um, it's going to go up against the Apple M1. Now it's up to 7.5 gigabytes per second 5G speed. So whatever your network can handle, this thing is designed to suck it dry at all that speed and just feed your phone with just ridiculous amounts of Instagram. <laughs> or gaming, so gaming as well, So this, and that's going to be huge. So it's going to be ultra fast. We know they're the the, the premium... Premium guys at the moment, Apple's up the ante, Qualcomm's come straight back. They're going to give you phones, which means Samsung phones next year are going to be just crazy, crazy ridiculous. Uh, having that, the Apple phones next year are going to benefit from having an M1 chip that houses everything into this phone. So they're going to be crazy. So it's a 2021 gonna, is going to be a huge year for tech. So hang on to your horses on this one now it's uh multi-sim uh, for international roaming so it can understand all that so you can have multiple sims in there it's, that's that's going to be pr- pretty cool wi-fi 6 gets a bit of a kick in the guts it, it gets hold of a six hertz uh, uh, frequency as well as the other ones that it normally has so it gets another frequency that's up good up to 3.6 gigabytes a second as well so that's just ridiculous speed bluetooth is now not five but it's going to be 5.2 compatible and it's AI, so it's AI compatible. It's got some great AI features in there. There's a whole stack of stuff I could have waffled on for ages about, but uh, look, it's got everything. Now, due out first quarter of 2021, so basically that means that new phones in 2021, all your Samsungs, Huawei's, and well, maybe not Huawei, they got their own, uh, and all the other ones that use Qualcomm now are all gonna get an upgrade. So look, I think, look for your flagship Samsungs to sort of see what this puppy is going to be able to do for you because it's going to do some crazy stuff. It can basically do 120 frames a second, three 4K HDR videos at once, um, 10-bit color, and low light is going to three times fold increase over the A65, which is already amazing. So basically, uh, three times performance per watt over the A65. It runs up to 26 teraflops just on this little thing. And it, uh, yeah, well, it's just friggin' going to be amazing. So it's not much more you can say about that. Technology is just insane how quickly it changes. So we've gone from one year where we had the Intel 16-inch MacBook is the top of the and just insane. And now that's been smashed out of the park by a MacBook Air to next year already we're looking down the barrel of a Qualcomm processor that's probably going to be able to run a computer as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing this into some Lightweight uh, HP notebooks and stuff like that, or your premium ones, they're going to come in, it'll come into there as well. So, some big things happening in that space. Huge. Rightio, um, Facebook, it's uh, the old Libra cryptocurrency that pretty much hit a nosedive because of Facebook's uh, dodgy shenanigans. Uh, well, they're going to rename it, it's due to release next year in 2021. Well, they've ch- gonna, they've had a change of name. They want to try and I guess some good get some good press out of it before it releases. They're changing it to Diem. So as in Carpe Diem. Well, this is Diem now. D I E M, and that's set to launch in twenty one. It'd be interesting to see how it goes. I'm not sure how a uh, social media platform has its own currency, how that works, or how it's going to play out. Maybe you might get paid in cryptocurrency to watch their ads. Who knows? It'll, uh, I'm sure. Zuckerberg's trying to find a way to get you to use it. And now I'm sure that the first, first period might be a good way to get into it. And they've got a lot of users, so I'm sure it's gonna be successful, whatever way they'll do it. How successful is a different thing, so we'll see what happens. Now, last but not least, uh, China. It's been 40 years since we've got any samples from the moon, or anyone's been on the moon. or well, China today landed its China five probe on the moon uh, to get more man, uh, moon rocks and samples from that to do some scientific testing. Yeah, so it's there; it's doing its thing at the moment, and then it's going to be flying back home to Earth. And look, that's a huge, big thing. Forty years is an amazing amount of time. It's my lifetime since we've been there, so that's a lot of lot of things have happened in that. So it's crazy to think that that they haven't. No one's been there since. To get anything or to touch it or to, to look at it. So, um, look, I think in the next year or two, with SpaceX and what they're doing, moon Base has got to be in the picture for one of these countries. I can't imagine anyone not putting some sort of base there. Instead of, you've got to constantly repair a space station um, and that's fine, you can have that as an intermediate docking section before you go to the Moon. But to be able to do scientific testing and walk around on a safe thing that's not not spinning, doing 40,000 miles an hour uh, and have it lock, locked and loaded, I think that's probably the next sort of step. And then that will be like your base point to take off to Mars. And you see it in a few movies, and I don't think it's too far away, actually. Probably three or four years, I think they'll be looking at uh, smashing that. But the rate SpaceX is pumping these... Astronauts up and then bringing rockets back. Uh, Elon seems to be having a really good run and getting that technology down. So, I guess the next feasible step is to put a base on the moon. Wow, how cool would that be? Look up and look at the moon and see some shiny object with uh, known people uh, sitting over there or working up on there and sleeping every night. So, the man on the moon, yeah, very, very cool. And that's about it. I've got to do some recording. I've got to shoot a New video today, so I better get going and get into that. Thanks for stopping by, and I'll see you all Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. Stay safe. Stay happy. If you're going that way, or that way, I'll catch you on Monday. Peace.